Hi, this is Tracy Kitten with CUInfoSecurity.com's Week in Review for Friday, August 20th, 2010. Adequately securing the ATM channel is becoming ever more critical for financial institutions. Malware attacks that cripple ATM operating systems and ever-increasing incidents of card skimming are putting pressure on the industry. But last week's discovery by two bank customers of skimming devices on ATMs at separate TD Bank branches in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, proves that efforts to educate consumers about fraud prevention are paying off. Industry security experts say banks and credit unions are doing quite a bit to secure their ATMs, and most are embracing the notion that layered security approaches are the only approaches that can truly have an impact. The education of members, as well as branch employees, however, about what to look for in the way of skimming is perhaps one of the most critical. Identity theft cases are getting more attention, not only in the media, but also on the Hill. And much of that attention can be traced back to the arrest, prosecution, and conviction of Albert Gonzalez, the cybercrime mastermind behind the highly publicized TJX and Heartland payments breaches. This week, we spoke with the lead prosecutor on that case, Kim Peretti who now works in the private sector, serving as the director of PricewaterhouseCoopers U.S. Forensic Technology Solutions Practice. Peretti says the Gonzalez case taught the banking industry and the legal system a number of lessons, and U.S. judges and legislators are taking cybercrime and identity theft cases more seriously than ever before. A significant impact in, in the sentencing of these computer criminals. In particular, um, prosecuted these type of cases for eight years, and earlier on, when we would get to the sentencing sentencing stage for these particular cases of Carter's um, credit and debit card theft cases, we would see the the judge have a particular sentencing range before him or her, and emphasize special deterrent special deterrence rather than general deterrence, and in emphasizing special deterrence earlier on, um, the, the individuals were more likely to get very, very light sentences or probation. Whereas in this particular round of cases, um, each judge made it very clear on their record the importance of sending a message to the community that cyber crimes, by their very nature, um, allow offenders to commit the offense without leaving their homes and with, within a veil of anonymity. And as a result, um, we need to punish the appropriate uh, punishment for these particular cyber criminals in order to supply the prospective cyber criminals with the information they need to have a real deterrence. And we wrap up the week with a tale of personal account takeover. Well, my personal account takeover. Things are finally starting to settle down, two weeks after my debit card details were breached and bank account drained at random retail locations in Illinois. But the loss of my security, not to mention all the funds in my checking account, which, by the way, have been fully refunded by my bank, I'm starting to second-guess my use of debit altogether. In fact, I think I'm transitioning all of my spending to cash. It's funny, for years we've heard the industry talk about the move toward a cashless society. But I don't see that happening. Well, to be entirely honest, I never really truly thought we'd be entirely cashless, but recent events have cemented my assumptions. It's interesting how a handful of disruptive events over the last decade will likely change consumer spending habits, my own included. 9-11, the global recession, differing international payment card technology, such as EMV, and an increasing number of card skimming attacks, online breaches, and cyber crimes will push more people like myself to cash. At least that's the way I see it. That's this week's Week in Review. For CUInfoSecurity.com, I'm Tracy Kitten. Have a great week.